welcome to another Evolving Smart Storytelling Podcast. Today we are talking with Shauna Riggio, founder of Rock Dance, a professional boutique dance studio integrating whole body learning, mind, body, and spirit. Working in Hollywood, Shauna has appeared on networks such as Fox, MTV, ABC, Disney, CBS, and NBC. Passionate about physiology, emotional intelligence, and cognitive development, she continues to study as a dancer, a mentor, and life coach. Shauna brings her authenticity, compassion, and connection to our world through art and heart leadership. Hi, everyone. This is Kelly Gehring, the founder of Evolving Smart, and today I would like to welcome Shauna Riggio. Today, we not only talk to Shauna about her artistic gift of being a dancer and teacher, but that of how she is a mind, body, and soul connection person. We look for Shauna from a heartfelt spot in this world that we all live in. And today, I just want to say welcome, Shauna. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm already teared up. <laughs> I felt that so, so much in my heart space. So thank you so much for having me here and sharing space with me. And I'm just so grateful for you and in my life. And so thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Shauna. So, you know, I, um, you, you come from a, I don't know, a very Hollywood background. And you have been through um, all kinds of different opportunities to showcase your artistic ability and the gift of dance and how you show that just from, from your heart, from your soul. So tell us a little bit about what your career has looked like up to this point. So I grew up in Southern California and right outside um, the Los Angeles area in the Inland Empire. And I grew up dancing competitively was at the dance studio every day after school until you know the wee hours in the night. And I loved it. It was the thread that webbed my inner heartstrings together. And um, <laughs> every, every year on my Christmas list, I would always put agent at the top of my Christmas list <laughs> for, for my parents. And uh, they, while they were very supportive of that, they were like, okay, you can do whatever you want when you graduate high school and flee off and into Hollywood and spread your wings. And that's what I did. And they said, but one caveat, you got to go to college. So um, I just, I went to, to school and I just majored in something I was really, really interested in. And that happened to be uh, human behavior. So my first sociology class you know, there was that moment where you like see doves flying and you're like, ah, and so um, <laughs> I dove into sociology and psychology and neuroscience. And then outside of that, I was doing acting classes and improv classes and late night dance classes outside in Hollywood. And so I, I realize now that, you know, I always tell my kids, my dancers, not my children, <laughs> my dancers, I call my dancers, my kids all the time. People must think I have, you know, hundreds of children. Um, so <laughs> but I tell my, you do, you do. <laughs> I do. I love them so fiercely, but I tell my, my dancers all the time that we always can connect the dots looking backwards. Right. You know, I, I look back and I connect the dots of, I think it was 
you know, now I understand that I synthesize these two worlds to, to birth what rock now is. The mental nutrition of learning about human behavior and cognitive development, um, and then the artistry of dance and the emotional lessons that I learned in the industry. Once I moved out to Denver, Colorado, and um, I ceased that chapter of, of Hollywood, I, um, I turned my basement into a dance studio because that's every little girl's dream. So I put in mirrors and I put in a dance floor and I thought initially it was just for me. So I'd go down there and you know, do my late night dance parties with myself and my dog and um, <laughs> do, you know, and choreograph down there and explore my own artistry. And because I had the space, I started out with one private lesson and then another private lesson. And then the demand came too high. So then I started classes and I thought, well, maybe I should probably form some type of business if, you know, I'm, I'm doing classes and, and private lessons. So I formed a business and I, I, I like to think that it found me. I listened to that. I listened to that voice and yes. I built something. And then I became too big for my basement and <laughs> I found a commercial space and I built a sanctuary now where dancers and artists can come and be their authentic selves. So that was a little bit of my journey from, you know, being that 17 year old hungry, <laughs> just pursuant of everything Hollywood with this bright eyed, bushy tailed. And, um, but, I, but I needed, I needed those lessons. I needed the lessons of where, you know, self-esteem just completely evaded me because I needed that. I needed that experiential lesson to understand what it means to seek validation outside of myself. Mm -hmm. um, being in Hollywood, you're, you, um, you know, I was a product and based upon what my agent and my manager said, it was cut your hair this way and, you know, wear these clothes and, cut your eyelashes and look this way. And so you're, you're molded into this product and then you're trying to fit, you know, that square peg into a round hole. So while that may have brought me some trials and, and obviously some painful experiences for myself, mm -hmm. um, it also provided the empathy and the platform for which I can now relate to my own adolescents and my children, my kids and also provide some kind of clarity for them to understand where their validation should actually come from. Because mm -hmm. I lived that road, I lived that journey. Of course, of course, yes. We can always learn from our um, past experiences, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, you talk about rock. So let's talk about rock for a minute, R-A-W-K. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is your, your place, like you said, your sanctuary, where you build soul through dance and movement with your kids. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you, um, as you're talking, Shauna, you talk about working with your students and just awakening their conscious movement and, and how they present themselves. And, you know, you talk about, I love this comment that you made just a few minutes ago, your mental nutrition. Mm -hmm. I love that. How do you teach mental nutrition to your, your adolescent kids? And they're, um, as you're, you're, you know, you're not only a dance teacher and I use those in air quotes, 
I think you are a spiritual guidance person. You're looking at coaching, you're looking at movement, um, and you're looking at how we all live in this world today. So let's talk about rock first and talk about how you are, you know, bringing uh, confidence to your kids out of your dance lessons and mental lessons. And then let's really move into where you're going from, from here. Yeah, uh, so rock, um, are, like you, you said, R-A-W-K, I just merged two words, which is to be raw and um, to do work. And so in the dance community, before a dancer will perform or even just do a piece in, in class, it's, it's often said that those around them will say, oh, do work or do some work or work it. Or I grew up saying that, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when I praise one of my kids for nailing a technical progression, I'm like, work. And so, mm -hmm. I, so I combine to be raw and to do work. Um, and I coalesce those two worlds because it's, it's not just about being a technician and the art, but um, creativity is the gateway to the inner self. So mm -hmm. the only way to get there and that delivery system may be dance. Dance is the vehicle for self-development, but the only, the only way to be there is to be completely vulnerable. And how much more vulnerable is it to use our instrument, which is our body, to tell a story? Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I teach from the inside out, so, um, and that's twofold. From a physiology uh, perspective, you know, I, I tell my students, that we're like, we're like gardens, our, you know, that our ecosystem is in a garden. Mm -hmm. And so if we tend to the soil and we give it water and we give it sunshine and we give it fertilizer, then we can grow whatever we want, whatever kind of tree, whatever kind of flower, but it's the root, it's building the foundation. So the way to nail three, four or five pirouettes is not by practicing three or four or five pirouettes over and over again, it's by building the strength uh, within and that foundation of where, what is your intrinsic muscles and your ankles and your feet look like and how to strengthen, you know, your core so you can have stability and balance and fascial slings in your, you know, pelvic floor should be intact. So it's, so it's building that foundation. And then once that happens, then movement will ensue on authentically, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you want to do pirouettes or, you know, grand jeté or any kind of extension. So it's the foundation. So I speak to the foundation first. And then that is a direct parallel to self-development. So if you throw a bunch of flowers at a garden <laughs> and you just <laughs> hope that they'll plant themselves, it's, it's not gonna be very fruitful, right? So you have to start from the inside and it's stillness and it's emotional awareness because, you know, and it's responsibility of choice and it's paying attention to our reactions instead of understanding that we can respond instead of operate in reaction. And so I encourage such by, by paying attention to your feelings. The beautiful thing about artistry and about dance is that we're telling a story with our body. And the limitation of words to communicate is almost suffocating. So dance speaks a language that exceeds that, exceeds that limitation. But it first starts with that feeling. And so the most honorable and the most noble and the most profound art 
is one that evokes a feeling from the audience watching it. The only way that I'm gonna feel that way watching my students is if they first feel that way and invite me to that feeling. So it's paying attention to our, our feelings because mm -hmm. when we feel something, that's, that's our first hit to our ecosystem. We feel, right? Whether it's someone said something to us that hurt us or we became elated with good news or right. something sad happened and we feel it in our body. And then that feeling then becomes a thought. We have a thought about that feeling and that it's the same thought over and over is just a, a belief. So those forms beliefs and we, it's a story we tell ourselves from those feelings. And then those thoughts then become our words. And enough of the same words is our behavior. And enough of the same behavior is our habits. And our habits are our values. And our values are who we are. So if we go back down to the root of what I was saying before, of that foundation, then you have to pay attention to that feeling within, that seed. And then everything else is just a symptom of that. So the branches that we eventually grow is just a symptom of that seed. So whether that be, you know, a symptom being in projection or deflecting or mm -hmm. defensiveness or avoidance or relational aggression. I study a lot about that or isolation or whatever that is or withdrawing that that's just the behavior. But if we connect the dots and we look backwards and then we have to go down to actually that authentic self to that soul. And that's why I call it mind, body, and soul, because we're, it's all connected. It's the, it's the feeling that we get in our heart is our soul that then mm -hmm. tells our mind, right? That affects our body. And so they're all interconnected. To, so to only speak to one element and one modality of this is the physical of dance and this is what you should look like. But if there's nothing going on within and there's no feeling that can then deliver to that movement, then it's mm -hmm. just empty. There's no story. Right. And that's the same for um, when you're entering into school and you're the new kid. What's the feeling that you're getting? And if it's, and you know, I, I've, I implement character lessons in, in all my classes. And something I iterate over and over again is that the height of a feeling will only last 90 seconds. And that's it. And so if we can understand that whatever that is, whether it's the elation of joy or the depth of pain, then that height of that emotional hit, that peak, that pinnacle will only be 90 seconds. And so if we can feel that emotion and understand that feelings are meant to be felt and they're just information, ooh, I'm hurt by this, this hurt my feelings. Well, that's information for me because it has nothing to do with that person, right? It has everything to do with me and how I understood it. And I get to decide mm -hmm. if those words hurt me or not. I get to decide. Um, and so once, once you have that emotional awareness of, okay, I felt this feeling, now what am I gonna do with it? What kind of information is this giving me? What kind of story am I gonna make up about this feeling? That is mm -hmm. then because it manifest into my behavior. So that was a really long-winded answer to <laughs> I told you, Kelly, I was like, I'm really long-winded and I talk about feelings a lot and this is where I'm going. So, <laughs> so to sum up, um, but um, is, is to pay attention, is to, you know, the, the, I heard that the quality of your life 
is the degree to which we pay attention. And if we pay attention to those, that feeling and we do not avoid it because that the energy of that feeling, you know, emotion is just energy in motion. And so if we, if we don't pay attention to that energy, it's not like it just dissipates and goes away, right? It, it manifests itself somewhere else. And so, um, or just gets, you know, I tell my kids, it's like a soda can. It just gets sh shaken up and shaken up and it's going to explode on either someone or somewhere that, and, and it's probably not the right time to explode <laughs> and it's going to. <laughs> it somewhere so if we can be in our bodies and feel that first and then understand that the thought and then the behavior and then the value mm -hmm. it's really teaching the value rather than just the branches of like well this this person says this to you that you should say this well great thank you for the script but what happens when they don't follow the script right <laughs> what <laughs> right so then you go back further and it's like okay well if the seed, if the seed is nurtured, and if the seed is loved, and if the seed is understood that it's our inherent dignity to, to love and to be loved, then we will all see through that lens. And that's how our behavior will ensue. It's from that seed. So you talk about, you know, we can all memorize our scripts and we know how to live throughout the day. And, but if someone deviates from that script, Shauna, and I want to, I want to deviate from the script and, you know, you're, you're giving us a lot of words of wisdom and we know that we need to nurture ourselves, not only our mind, body, and soul and, and how we show up every day in the world. I want you to tell me about something that has deviated from the script that um, actually I want to hear something, you know, impactful to you or that resonates with something really funny that something has happened that you can, you can bring into our story today. So something that has deviated from the script, something that's funny, hilarious, or you're like, Oh, so that's the lesson I was supposed to learn. Got it. <laughs> well, you know, the first thing that pops in my head, actually my very first, a music video. <laughs> and I was so proud of myself because I was just like this, you know, young, green, hungry, both physically, emotionally, spiritually, and in Hollywood. And, and my manager, he was just so proud of me. <laughs> it was like, this is so great. Your hard work's paid off. And, and then I show up to the set and I'm like, okay, so I see, you know, the other like three dancers and I'm like, oh, great. Okay. I'm, you know, going to go over there and I get stopped and, um, and I get handed a big head and an outfit. I'm like, what is this? Like, oh, well, you're, you're the dancing mascot. I'm like what? <laughs> so I, here I thought, you know, I, <laughs> Um, I was going to be one of the, the actual dancers that showed their face, but <laughs> it was actually a mascot. And so, you know, I, I'll never forget that moment because there was a moment where I'm like, oh, really, man. And I was so like angry with myself that like, I didn't mm -hmm. make it to, uh, the appropriate level or whatever that meant. Um, right. And, and whatever you know, judgment I had in my head. And then after taking a breath and putting on that hat and having my cane of, as my prop and my, 
furry outfit on with my <laughs> shoes, I had a ball. And that was a, my first real big lesson of not, not only that life is what you make it, mm-hmm. um, but that my, as I, I mentioned this earlier, that my fulfillment and my success is really only determined by me. And so that for me was funny, but mm-hmm. also really transformative as far as being proud of being proud of myself. Right. And, and laughing and enjoying the nuances and the beauty of, of life. Right. Just something that, that like I, like we said, you know, is deviating from our, our normal script and what we had planned out because even the best laid plans, you know, can always change and there's a reason they change and we just don't know what they are. As you said, as we're building our foundation and we're, we're um, maturing from both our head and our heart, there's a life lesson there. We just don't know it at the time sometimes. So what, from your heart, Shauna, what words of wisdom do you have for our audience as they are tending to their garden? They're developing mm. their own seeds and they want to flourish, you know, in the right season. So what mm. words of wisdom do you have for our audience that can take it um, one small step and then continue their journey and their path? What would you like to leave our audience with today? Hmm. Well, may I share a story? Of course. I, you know, on the back of my rock sweatshirt, I have how you do anything is how you do everything because character is seen in consistency. So you're kind on a Tuesday doesn't mean you're a kind person. It's consistent kindness and it's in your everyday behavior. Like I was talking about your values. And so I share stories with my students that are pertinent in about my life because I'm not them and I don't know the answers to the roadmap for which they will follow on their journey. Right. If if they ask a question, then that means that there's an answer within them. So I share um, stories about my life so that maybe then they can be influenced or inspired to uh, understand that not only of my humanness, but that when and if this happens to them, that they can listen to their own inner voice and inner knowing rather than me telling them the script, right? So I had this aha the other day. And as I've mentioned to you, you know, I desire love and I desire partnership um, within my own personal life. And there's this like this global pandemic happening. So I don't know, you know, if you knew that. So there's like this, it's hardship, (laughs) you know, meeting people. talk about that one offline, Shauna. <laughs> so like, what? Uh, I thought the masks were just fashion, but yeah, no. Um, so yes. I, ca- I came from this desire of looking for a partner or looking for love or, you know, and I was standing in my kitchen with an empty glass ready to get some water. And I was overwhelmed by gratitude in that moment, because I realized that everything that I've been looking for and staring behind this closed door, it's been closed for a little bit, and of going, where, where is he? Is he there? Is he there? That there's a myriad of beautiful windows open all around my home. 
and and I wrote about this, right? And so mm-hmm. that I am showered with love every day from my dancers. And the amount of love is limitless. And it's just looking at your delivery system. So everything that I've been looking for, I have it abundantly. And once I changed my perspective and I pivoted and I looked out the windows, not only was I overwhelmed with gratitude, but immediately I stopped looking because the aroma of that love from these windows is so sweet. So I share that story because if we just pivot and we look out the window, we can't keep anything that we don't give away and we can't give away anything that we don't have. So if you want love, then give it and it'll come back to you. Mm-hmm. If you want peace, which I believe that we're all striving towards, it's just peace and provide it to yourself mm-hmm. and it'll come to you. Look out the window because it's there. I love that. I resonate with that. Um, Cause you know, we all have things that we close the door to and expect it to be open by the right thing, the right time, the right person. Um, and one of the things that I have been struck with is stop and look up and, um, So occasionally when I'm out for a walk and my dog isn't taking me down, I stop and I look up and, you know, because normally we are on our path and we're looking and we're focusing on that path. And, and, you know, I'm reminded of it quite often that I need to, to reprogram my plan. I was actually told that this morning by someone I love dearly that I needed to stop being programmed and, and just allow things to happen. So I love that. You know, I just, uh, no, go ahead, Shauna. Oh, oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, because you talked about, you know, that kind of gets into like the programming or the expectation. And, you know, we only really try to control things that we, we fear. If, you know, we want to manufacture and manipulate, manipulate or make it have a certain outcome. And once we relinquish that fear and we, mm-hmm. understand, we understand that we can't, receive anything that we're not willing to become? Shauna, I know, so our audience can't see, so we do our recordings via Zoom because of that little thing Shauna mentioned about a (laughs) pandemic and stuff going on. So I know everyone out there can hear us, but I can also see Shauna. And um, we definitely have had um, a movement here today our feelings, our soul, our mind. Um, so as we conclude here, one of the things I want to leave everybody with is, is not only just to stop and look out the window, but to make sure that, you know, you're, you're bringing your, your heart, your head, your soul to every aspect of your life. Shauna, thank you for being raw and working with us in rock. And thank you for just being a part of all of our lives today. So thank you for the opportunity to speak with you. And I just, like I iterated in the email I wrote to you, when I first heard from you, I'm so proud of you. You have enriched my life in so many ways. And I know you are a gift to anyone that knows you. So thank you for spreading your light in this world because it is seen and it is felt. So thank you. 
Shauna, thank you again. This has been another Evolving Smart Storytelling episode. For more information about Rock Dance, please see the links in our show notes.